so soon color podcast special episode here on the movement of color podcast we're gonna have a deep dive discussion about george floyd and the aftermath of all of the uprisings around america as always my name is brandon payton carrillo and i think we're gonna jump right into this So, Byron, I hear there's a riot going on. Yes, it is uh, all over the country, spreading like wildfire. Yeah, it's not just a Sly Stone album from the 70s anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there has been riots. God, I'm, I'm trying to like remember, because we're, we're recording this on the 31st of March, no, of, of, uh, of May, and wait, it's... it's well, it started in Minneapolis slash St. Paul, the Twin Cities. Then it went to it spread to Louisville, Kentucky, Columbus, Ohio, Washington D.C., Los Angeles, uh, fucking Santa Ana, Orange County, my fucking hometown. Um, shit, where uh, Seattle, uh, Riley, Virginia. Where, where else? Uh, did you miss Milwaukee? Mil- Milwaukee. It's it's spreading everywhere, basically. Des Moines, yeah. You can just keep going on and on. Yeah. So um, let's mention his name, uh, George Floyd. He was killed because some pig bastard decided they wanted to put their knee on his neck for eight minutes. Yes. While uh, while three other officers held him, no, two other officers held him down. And there was another officer who was just, like, standing around and just looking, doing nothing. Yeah. Just hanging the fuck out. Yeah. While bystanders are saying, wow, this guy said he can't breathe. You guys yeah. should really do something different. This doesn't look good. Yeah. So, I mean, like, and people have kind of, like, looked into the guy's history. He's, like, 100% like a mega chud and, like, a pretty racist dude. But also, like, knew the guy <laughs> who, who he knew George Floyd. Like they used yeah. to, they used to be co. They used to uh, uh, work as bouncers together at a fucking like uh, nightclub nearby. So that adds another weird ass wrinkle to why you would kill somebody that you know. But we'll we'll get into that maybe some other time, another date. But that's that's just it's fucking weird. Yeah, like we, again, like there's there's gonna be a lot of investigation into this fucking cop who killed him, and like all the other cops who just did nothing or like actively helped. Um, but that's, that, that, that's, that's for, yeah, you're right. That's for another conversation. Um, there's not as much information out as, as we would like right now, but for now we're, we're, we're taking a sociological political view of, of the riots and everything that's happened since then. Yes. So because everything is so happening so fast and the media, in some ways, I'm going to say they're doing an okay job of trying to cover this. 
national national the 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 national media like national broadcast media like cnbc uh or like uh like cbsn um like the the national level stuff they're they're doing a pretty good job the cable news channels are like surprisingly decent only because uh during the riots police actively shot at them <laughs> and yes. it pissed them off and like like these like journalists are like hardcore lib a lot of them are hardcore libs who like genuinely believe that like journalists are like this are like this kind of like sacred like they they genuinely believe that fourth estate shit that like they're they're yeah. a special sacred group of people um who like hold everybody accountable even though they usually fucking don't <laughs> but like but they genuinely believe it so like, if you go after them they're going to like rally around each other and like they're going to be pissed because, like, you shot at their fucking co-workers, like, live on television. Like, you, like, uh, on CNN, uh, there was, uh, the police arrested an entire fucking, uh, new, uh, CNN news team. Like, live! They, like, the, the anchors were, like, commentating over what was happening. And, and the idiot, and the cops, who are absolute idiots, uh, arrested the camera, the camera person last. <laughs> So yeah. he, so he, so the camera was able to like to get footage of all this that's happening. <laughs> yeah, um, they arrested uh, Omar Jimenez, uh, who's a Afro Latino. Surprisingly, <laughs> you know, while like a couple blocks away, the the white journalist was just chilling there. They asked what happened. He's like, "Oh, we're just we're just filming this," and they're like, "Okay, buddy, go ahead with it." <laughs> and then the other group, they decided to. Take them in for questioning, and apparently, like CNN had to use their um, their connections to like local state government to get him released. So um, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I mean, it, it was so bad that like there was cops in some cities that were like shooting at like white female news reporters. Yeah, like the, the most like, like the. The like a group of people who are usually like cops, uh, like or at least historically, like society, like white society has like actively like hemmed and hawed over um, when it comes to violence or you know outside the domestic realm. Um, you know they don't really people don't give a shit about like uh, domestic abuse, but like oh if like a bla- black or brown person like even remotely looks at a white lady, they lose their heads. But like cops are just shooting at her like with uh, with those like pepper bullets. Yeah, I think that was it was in uh, Tennessee, Knoxville, I think of all places. But yeah, to see this, yeah, young people white clearly mark like, his press. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, I get a shot. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, it's like welcome like, to our world. <laughs> yeah, you join the club officially. Um, but yeah, it's it's bizarre, and. One of the things we'd be remiss if we don't discuss, because when it comes to these big uprising, demonstrations, protests, riots, if any property damage happens, um, people always want to blame somebody. They always want to blame the protesters to either delegitimize what they're protesting or they're trying to blame agent provocateurs. And um, what are your thoughts on all that shit? I actually have some very complex thoughts on this. Uh, n- not in the way of like, n- not in the whole like nuanced bullshit. I mean like, 
it, it, in terms of like the mind, like the 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 mindscape of your average lib. So, all the people who are saying doing this like Asian provocateur bullshit of like, oh, it's it's outside agents or you know all that bullshit, they're all fucking libs. Like they're all libs who are like totally disconnected from like all these communities or like middle class members of these communities who like want to maintain their like specific class legitimacy that they uh, that they had to like scrape and like sweat for. Um, usually on like the fucking corpses of other black and brown people. <laughs> um, so like they say like oh it's agent provocateurs it's anarchists that's like the new thing now. Uh, it's, it's like, uh, you know, Russian agents or some shit. Like, it, it's always somebody else. Basically, anybody but the black and brown people, um, and their white ally, like, white, uh, working class allies, um, who are doing all this stuff. Um, which, like, on one end is, like, incredibly fucked up because it's taking away what little fucking agency we, we as people of color have left in this fucking goddamn country. Um, but also, like, it's incredibly, like, in like like the the libs think they're doing us a favor, they really genuinely do because to liberals, um, like property damage is like equivalent to like fucking killing somebody, <laughs> like because again like the 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 worldview of liberalism includes private property as like a fundamental right, uh, for you to use and abuse um to your will as long as you like own it or whatever, um so when you know, like, black and brown youth, like, uh, start, like, burn down, like, like, burn a cop car, or, like, smash a window of a fucking, like, up, of, like, upscale store, um, you know, or, like, you know, fucking burn down a chain, uh, like, a chain store, or something, shit like that. Like, they, they lose their minds, because, like, they're, they, they assume only that, like, they, they, they assume that, like, oh, this has to be somebody else, because, uh, if, like, because my, because, like, you know, me as a white person, uh, like, my moral understanding of the universe is that private property is sacred, um, and these people are actively defying that sacred tenet of liberalism, uh, so thus, uh, and I have to, like, defend them or protect them from the police, um, not by, like, you know, standing in between the police and making sure the police don't fucking hurt people, uh, but by posting online, uh, about shit you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, um, they, they have to, like, in order to, like, square that circle, they have to blame it on someone else. Because if they don't, then they realize that they, like, actually, uh, black and brown people are, like, way more radical, um, than even, like, even remotely they are, and they are, like, way to the right of the rest of, of, like, the white working class and fucking, uh, like, uh, black and brown, uh, working class folks. Like, they, they, they have to believe that, because if they don't, their entire worldview collapses. Now, I believe you're correct on that. I believe, I've always believed that working class, black and brown folks, completely to the left of the libs. Like, there's, it's like, you're either... A weird ass. If you're a liberal black person, you're probably like a weird ass like Republican. Or, or you're or you're middle class and you want to maintain uh, the class legitimacy that you've gotten. Exactly. So you're probably an NGO worker or lawyer or some shit. Like, yeah, no, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, but then the rest of the black population is, you know, social democratic, at at least you know at, at a minimum. 
So it's uh, I agree with you on that. But do you think that there possibly could be actual agent provocateurs, not from the left, but um, these accelerationist kind of white supremacist fuckbags? Okay, the, the, the thing is, is that even if there were, um, I mean, there probably is, but, like, the thing is, like, the way agent provocateur stuff works, either by the police or by, like, people from the other side, is that they usually, because I, I know because I had to study this for, for a class on civil disobedience, uh, they don't actually do the breaking of the windows, the burning of the cars, any of that shit. What they do is they make other people do it. But what you're seeing in all these videos is like, yeah, no, the people who, like the the people who are being labeled Asian provocateurs are doing it themselves. So like, so like that, if something happens, they would be the ones going to jail, not other people. That the people they don't like, uh, who they're trying to get to riot. Um. So, y- yeah, like, it, I mean, there probably is, but like, they're 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 pretty blatant about it. They're really dumb. <laughs> like, you got like Proud Boys in Portland, like actively advertising on their fucking Facebook. Um, and, like, Twitter and, like, all this other stuff. They're like, oh, here's, like, the outfits we're wearing today. Here's what we're gonna do. And it's like, oh, so, like, if anybody, like, they, like, they have to know people are, like, monitoring this. But they're too dumb to, like, realize that, like, oh, someone just sees that. They're probably gonna meet the protest. And, like, they'll spot you immediately because they're gonna have your fucking photo, um, on their phone. <laughs> and they're gonna call you out and you're yeah. gonna get your ass beat. <laughs> like, uh, you know, and, like, again, like, that's. The, the people who keep shouting agent provocateur, um, outside protesters or whatever, uh, like they're outsiders, uh, do not in any way understand what the fuck is happening, or they do, and they're acting in bad faith. Okay, so I would agree with that, and I would say that the mayor of Minneapolis, and specifically the governor oh, of God. Minnesota— are acting in fucking bad faith. They are just coming up with excuses to crush skulls. <laughs> to be honest, uh, what I mean, like it, it's hard to. I mean, it's just to be perfectly honest, it is hard to differentiate bad faith from sheer utter incompetency. Because the governor did admit, like the next day, like, oh yeah, that like eighty percent of people arrested were from like outside Minneapolis. Uh, turned out to be, or like outside Minnesota, I forget which. Um, turned out to not be. He like openly admitted, like, yeah, we fucked up. But like by then, it's too late. It's all over the media, and like, uh, you got like a fuck ton of libs and like white libs and like middle class black and brown folks fucking parroting this bullshit on like social media. But, like again, he, he, I think that was an instance of incompetency in mm-hmm. the state. Because remember, just because they're politicians does not mean they're smart. <laughs> True. True that. So, what was the scene like in your neck of the woods? It was intense uh, because, uh, well, kind of like the yesterday on March 30th, there was like three different events uh, throughout Orange County, mainly central, central and kind of northern. Um, First, there was a protest in Orange, um, like right down, like right smack in the downtown uh, Orange Circle. It was, like, a good chunk of people. They, they filled out, like, the central roundabout area. Um, it's, like, one of the few, like, big roundabouts in Orange County. I actually like it because roundabout, roundabouts are, are are really efficient compared to four-way cross, uh, four-way cross stops. 
Um, but that's for a different, <laughs> that's for the, uh, city planning section of the podcast. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, but it was like incredibly, it was, it was managed by libs. Um, nothing really happened. Again, it was kind of in the middle of the day. Um, you know, it was like, whatever, like the cops are fairly hands off because it's like in the middle of orange, it's mostly white people, like nothing was going to happen. Um, then in Fullerton, it kind of got more intense because there was like 120, I remember because I read the police report. There was 125 people uh, who, like, basically took an intersection, and then the cops were like, yeah, this is unlawful assembly because they're blocking, like, the very little amount of traffic there is in Orange County right now, uh, you know, because of COVID and everything. And uh, the like, I think, like, 100 people ended up leaving until they're only 25, in which case uh, this, one, this one, like, fairly young girl... Um, I, I don't know what's going through her head. She probably thought she was just, like, a good idea, but, like, she just decided to lay down and, like, basically try to do civil disobedience. Um, but, like, it kind of backfired because there wasn't any real... There wasn't any media. And, like, she ended up getting arrested. Um, and, but, oh. but, like, it doesn't... Just a quick side, side, like, side note. That kind of stuff doesn't really work because, one, there's no media. Two, it's just you. And three, the cops don't give a shit about you. Uh, the cops never will. Like, I have no. issues with civil disobedience in general, but, like, that specific one was probably one of the worst, like, examples of it. I mean, she was lucky she only got a citation and was let go the same day. She was lucky. Like, if this was, um, you know, if the cops were, like, really feeling like, like, just ruining her life, they could have easily have fucking done it. I mean, that, that citation, it, like, she, I mean, they, they put her face on fucking Twitter mm. with her fucking full name. Um, <laughs> like, that shit's gonna stay with, like, stay with her forever. Um, so, like, again, if you're, like, listening to this, don't fucking do that. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Uh, fucking, uh, don't, like, don't try to be a martyr because you're not, because you're probably going to end up not being a martyr. So, yeah, that, that was, that was Fullerton. And then Santa Ana happened. That was where shit really popped off. Um, the police, uh, kind of already knew what was happening because that, because, like, the intersection on Bristol McFadden. Uh, mm-hmm. in Santa Ana is like where these kind of like big, really big kind of righty kind of really rowdy protests always happen. I don't know. I don't know why, but it'll, it's always Bristol McFadden, uh, or like Bristol Manager. Um, uh, that's, uh, so the police came already geared up in riot gear. They were already, they already had the paddy wagon. They, they were basically like already prepped and ready to go before anyone even got there. Uh, but even but even still uh the people who were there kind of early there was like whatever fucking they were very peaceful like at worst i get at worst there was graffiti which like i've had to take that i've had to take down graffiti before and it's like not that hard it's like you just get some paints or some paint thinner and you're basically done in like 15 minutes tops (laughs) shit's not difficult it's also not that fucking expensive um, and that was like the worst that it was until the police started throwing fucking tear gas and started like hitting folks, um, who were like getting too close to the cops or whatever. Um, and that's when like people were like, okay, well fuck this. Um, and people started bringing like fireworks, um, you know, cause we, we got that, we got that Mexican firework hookup. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, they were aiming at cops, they were aiming at like whatever. Um, some like some folks like burned down a trash can, like destroyed a like one of those like traffic sign, like one of those like traffic signs, um, that uh, those like big bulky ones that take up a whole lane. Like, oh when shit! Kid, when, when they were doing your repairs or something. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, like they, they destroyed that, uh, broke a few windows. But again, that was all after the fact. Um, and when it came to looting, what folks mainly looted was like clothes, f- food. <laughs> like they, they got into like a Rite Aid and a Food for Less um, and I believe a uh, Smart and Final. Which, if you know any of those places, they mainly sell food. <laughs> like they, they sell food and, like, other weird paraphernalia. And, like, any medicine is usually, like, locked behind uh, metal gates. So, like, you okay. can't really get to them. Um, and I remember, because I, I was seeing video, because by that time we had to bounce out uh, my, my, my group. Um, like, people were just, like, going in and just passing out food. <laughs> like, like food. Like, occasionally, but like, a case of Modelo. Like, you know? Like. So, I mean, that was, like, basically what happened. And, like. I keep seeing these fucking libs losing their fucking minds over this. Like, saying, like, oh, this is, uh, you're, you're hurting your community, uh, these are, you know, these, these, these businesses are part of the community. No, they're fucking not. They're big retail chains, uh, that basically just, like, fucking leech off of our fucking community and off of our fucking labor, uh, and all the money that goes in basically fucking leaves. <laughs> goes in some exactly. fucking white person's pocket. Or a case of food for less. Um, in course of some fucking Mexican dude's pocket. Like, some rich Mexican dude. Like, f- like fuck them. Like, <laughs> who cares? Who gives yeah. a shit? All of those fucking stores are, like, insured. They have to. Um, they have to be insured. Like, it, like fuck that. Like, fuck this kind of, like, hand-wringing. Yeah, it's all kind of insincere and very patronizing. It's to basically limit and shame, you know, people's expression of how they feel because the system has fucked them over. Um, I know in Milwaukee, things didn't pop off as bad as um, other parts of the country's other cities, but you did have a 12 mile march which was peaceful and they shut down the freeway which was pretty fucking cool um and then everybody thought everything was going to die down but then it ramped up again at night like these things do and i drove through um the aftermath of the whole riot area and essentially they went after the fifth precinct um Milwaukee Police Department building, which sucks. I fucking hate that place. I had to always get like my parking tag tickets there, and it's just a, a pain in the ass. And um, I think they looted like a Walgreens again for like food, candy, toilet paper. Because remember, we're still in a pandemic, and people haven't been working. Yeah, one one in four people are unemployed right now. <laughs> exactly. And then, um, for whatever reason, there was like, I don't know if you guys have these in uh, California, but Cricket Wireless. Yeah. The Cricket phones. Yeah. They hit one of those shops. Really ch- cheap ass fucking phones that suck. Yeah. They fucking suck. The service sucks. And they tried to pull the next day, like, well, we're, we're in this community and we're here for the long haul, blah, blah, blah. The guy who owned the Cricket shop. And I'm like, Really, where where do you live? Do you actually live on like you know Seventh and North Avenue? If you do, <sighs> fucking franchise owners are the fucking worst. <laughs> yeah, they are the fucking worst, and they are the most entitled because they bought into some bullshit. Um, 
So yeah, it's um, the same shit, same story, but different setting. Wisconsin, I feel like, in particularly Milwaukee, uh, we got out a lot of our anxiety over police brutality when um, Don Trey Hamilton was murdered in 2016. And um, that's when we we rioted then. And um, in its place, they built a bitch and food hall. But <laughs> it's like, okay, okay, we fucked up. Let's give them a food hall um, with primarily black businesses. Um, but this time around, obviously... It was a solidarity march and things. I think people still get pissed off about it, but it's it's little. I think it's a little less dire in Milwaukee as far as that energy because we were able to get a little bit of that out prior. Um, but I, I wanted to ask you a question because you're a little bit more studied on this than I am, um, because. This thing popped off in Orange County, Los Angeles, uh, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, New York, Atlanta, where they went out to CNN, by the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Des Moines, Iowa, uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, all of these places across. The fucking White House. <laughs> yeah, the White House. Uh, how did this energy spread like this? How does... How do these things happen? Yes. So, I mean, historically, when um, when it comes to like what's you know categorized as you know quote unquote race riots, um, you know when the cops kill somebody or, or stuff like that, um, it always happens. It usually doesn't spread beyond the city that it happened in. You know, like Ferguson. Um, you know. Uh, Fuck! What was that? What was the other one that helped start Black Lives Matter? I feel bad for forgetting. Um, uh, you're talking it, about well, it was Ferguson and one other city that happened under Obama. Uh, Baltimore. Baltimore, yes. Um, like these riots happen, and then, but they, again, they stay within the city because, like, historically, because it's very local. It's about usually about a local issue. Um, that you know, with a nationwide fucking like pan like problem, but like it, it's usually perceived as a local issue. Um, but this is different, I think, for a few reasons. One is that probably the most obvious is like COVID. COVID has changed everything, how everything works. Um, you know, it's resulted in you know over forty million unemployed. Um, it's resulted in like. Basically, people being, like, asked by their by bosses to, like, basically die for the bottom line of the company. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, you might get COVID and die, and so will all your, um, maybe all your family will also die that you live with because you live in a very small apartment uh, with, like, five other people. Um, but uh, you need to come into work today uh, to make minimum wage uh, so I can get my new Lambo. <laughs> you know? Like, shit like that. Um, and that's if you have a job. Um, you know, like people are seeing the government basically leave them to fucking die. Uh, they're seeing the rich not give a fuck, um, actively want them to die. <laughs> like, 
Um, they're seeing, like, all these, like, far-right protesters, like, open-carrying, storming fucking Capitol buildings and, like, saying, like, why the fuck can't we do that? Like, like these fucking racist, racist white fucking assholes can do it. Like, what? why do we get the fucking uh, fifth degree, you know? Um, yeah. So, so that's, that is, without a doubt, a big fucking part of it that we just cannot ignore. Uh, people have been cooked up in their house for, like, three months now. Like, people have been getting antsy. This has been building for a while. If anything, I was expecting July when all this stuff was going to pop off because that's when unemployment runs out for most people. Um, yeah. So, uh, unless the government does something, which I doubt it. <laughs> uh, like, there's, like, Democratic senators blocking any attempt of extending unemployment uh, in the Senate, <laughs> which is, like, what the fuck? These are Democrats, for God's sake. Uh, yeah. The supposed party of the poor. Um, guess what? Democrats aren't. Um so, I mean, that's that's probably the biggest thing, but also because I mean, you can only look, you can only see like another, you know, black black or brown person dying on like live on te- like, you know, uh, on television, um being recorded and nothing basically being done so many times before like even if it's not from your city, like you probably have a story in your city. Like here in Santa Ana, we have one of the, we have one of the deadliest per capita cop killing rates in the country. Um, yeah, same with Anaheim, uh, both of which are in Orange County, like right next to each other. Um, you know, LA has a whole fuck ton of stories. You know, uh, Atlanta, like all these big cities um, and like medium cities, we they all have stories of police brutality. Um, you know, they, I might I might not be able to know all the fucking names in like Atlanta, Georgia. But people there probably know. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, and, like, vice versa. So, like, that kind of helped spark, but also because they saw... Basically, I, I think the actions taken by the Minnesota uh, rebels um, was a big fucking part of it because we saw on live television people take over a fucking police precinct in, like, the first time like, a hundred fucking years. <laughs> that hasn't happened in a hundred years. Like, no, at no point has any riot... Basically, like, forced the police to flee out of their own, like, home base. And then they burned it down. Like... Except the cops out. <laughs> yeah, they kicked the cops out, and then they fucking burned the building. Um, you know, like, they, they... So you saw on my television these, like, giant fucking condos that were being built to, like, basically gentrify the area being, like, burned down. Like, it was a giant fucking fireball. You're seeing, like, police fucking run scared. Um... You know, and then like you, you, and then you started thinking. So like, we can do that too. It, it's it opens up this realm of possibility that like people just haven't even considered yet, um, and it's really galvanized folks. And the fact that it's happening over multiple days. I mean, like, what? So today's gonna be like the fifth or sixth day of of, of protests of like of like rioting or whatever. Yeah. So like, it, it's it's been going on for a while, um, like far longer than I think any have uh, in the past. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, we're we're going back to like the '60s, where like you know the MLK riots happened in like multiple cities because it's a it's MLK, like it's a pretty big name, but like it's it's you know it's George Floyd, like no one knew who he was before he was killed, um, except for you know his friends and family, um, you know he was he was a you know to to society to the rest of society he was a nobody, but to black and brown people to the poor he was all of us, like he, oh yeah like that that could have easily been me. <laughs> who would have been fucking killed because I, I because I, I because I caught a, I, I caught a Santa Ana cop on a bad day 
Yeah. Well, you know, thanks for enlightening us on that journey with the spread. Um, it seems like the momentum for this thing is not going to die down anytime soon. Um, until the next thing happens. And um, I imagine we would um, be talking about the next thing when that happens and all the other bullshit that comes along with that too. Mm-hmm. So any any last thoughts that in this moment it's kind of left you with? I mean, if anything, this has given me a lot of hope that like the American people are not as docile as some folks thought they were. Um, that black and brown people are a lot more radical than white people think they are. I mean, we've known that, but like now everyone else knows it too. Um, you know, the fact that like the, the media class is not as sacred and are not as untouchable to the cops as they thought they were. Um, you know, that, 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 that the fact that people are, are incredibly angry and, but also are, are capable of kind of on-the-spot consensus-making in these riots um, and know what to target and what not to, um, kind of on their own, um, is incredibly, like, uplifting to me personally. Um, hopefully this that kind of keeps going. I mean, they, they, they called it a National Guard. Like, L.A.'s going to have, like, a 1,000 National Guard in the city um, today. Um, you know, Minnesota's mobilizing all 10,800 National Guard. Um, you know, and placing them basically all within like one city, like, um, cause like the Twin Cities area is like one big giant city. Um, it's all one big metro area. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like here in Orange County, here in Santa Ana, like the cops who are like infamously undermanned because they intentionally do it that way so they can get more overtime. <laughs> um, <laughs> they, nice. they had to call in police from literally every other city in Santa Ana, in, in Orange County for help. Uh, we had folks from like coast. We had cops from like Costa Mesa, fucking uh, like OC sheriffs, um, fucking uh, Anaheim, like fucking all like all, like Huntington Beach, like all over the place because they they because they got to the point where like they just couldn't fucking uh, even with all the tactical gear and like tear gas and stuff, they couldn't handle it. So I don't know what's gonna happen today. Maybe it'll get bigger. Maybe people will finally be like too scared by National Guard, um, but. I, I hope this kind of keeps going so and like we reach a resolution point where we because I, I, throughout history riots have usually been like the option of last resort um, and they tend to work <laughs> well I um, hope you're right um, I just feel more it's gonna get worse before it gets better as far as the police reaction. Um, But I hope that the left-wing media doesn't spin this whole thing into um, the typical malaise and shame on protesters as it has been. Um, And by left-wing media, I'm not talking about like actually really the real left-wing media. We're talking about fucking bullshit CNN and libs like that. Um, but uh yeah, we can we can hope. We can hope for a better world. Yes. All right. Thank yeah. you.
Support us on our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash movement of color. As again, my name is Brandon Peyton Creel. Adios. Of color. The movement of color.